Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with at the bodega what's up everybody this is your man ben's pharrell we're thinking out loud how's everybody doing today how's everybody doing tonight i meant to say i hope everybody's doing well well uh i'm about to report this what happened this happened in north africa so i could have reported earlier but i was busy got things going on uh and plus uh I got other jobs too, you see what I'm saying? So, and then this podcasting thing is starting to expand in different other platforms, in various platforms, you see what I'm saying? So, I'm I got to cater to this if I want to see success, you see what I'm saying? So, it's expanding. There was a point in time I only had two platforms, and now it grew up to four platforms and went to six. Now it's got it gotten to eight, and that's a big thing. That's a big deal. So I've been informed that I need not to stop or not to slow down. You got to keep on going because it's going to it's going to keep expanding because I'm doing a service. You see what I'm saying? I'm doing a service to people that want to listen to the news, especially people that busy. I'm a busy man. You see what I'm saying? I always move around. I always got things to do. I'm always occupied. I don't get that much sleep, but you know, and I enjoy reading the news. I enjoy researching. I enjoy getting information and details, especially information that are factual. You know, I don't like reporting news or researching things that I cannot verify or confirm. If I can't verify it, I'm not going to report it. See what I'm saying? But I have a great enjoyment doing this. All right. So. But I don't enjoy reporting what I'm about to report right now because this is crazy. All right, so buckle your seatbelts. Morocco earthquake leaves at least 2,000 dead, damages historic landmarks, and topples buildings. More than 2,000 people were killed in a powerful earthquake that struck Morocco late Friday night sending people racing from their beds into the streets and toppling buildings in mountainous villages. In ancient cities not built to withstand such force, the toll was expected to rise as rescuers struggled Saturday to get through boulder-strewn roads to the remote mountain villages to reach the hard-hit remote areas to find survivors. The 6.8 magnitude quake was the biggest to hit Morocco in 120 years. And the ministry wrote that most damage occurred outside of the cities and towns. At least 2,012 people died in the quake, mostly in Marrakech and five provinces near the epicenter. Morocco's interior ministry reported Saturday night at least 2,059 more people were injured, 1,404 critically. So tourists and other um, and tourists and others posted videos of people screaming and evacuating restaurants in the city as throbbing club music played. Moroccans also posted videos showing damage to parts of the famous red walls that surround the old city, a UNESCO World Heritage Site. In Marrakech, the famous 12th century 
Katubia Mosque suffered damage, but the extent was not immediately clear. The famous mosque, 226-foot uh, minaret, is known as the Roof of Marrakech. Right, I don't know if I pronounced that right. Minaret. Okay, news sources. Medical contributor Dr. Celine Gounder was in the city and shared photos from the city's Medina, or ancient center, showing damaged buildings and streets. Gounder said that some areas of the city were less impacted, but that older areas were impossible to access. Reports on damage and any casualties can often take time to filter in after many earthquakes, particularly those that hit in the middle of the night. All right? We felt a very violent tremor, and I realized it was an earthquake. Abdullah El Amani, a 33-year-old in Marrakech, told the agents the news sources by telephone. I could see buildings moving, El Armani stated. We don't necessarily have the reflexes for this type of situation. Then I went outside and there were a lot of people out there. People were all in shock and panic. The children were crying and the parents were distraught. I could just imagine. Remote villages like those in the drought-stricken Argane Valley were largely cut off from the world when they lost electricity and cell phone services. By midday, people were outside mourning neighbors, surveying the damage on their camera phones and telling one another, may God save us. Hamid Ahmed Idsala, a 72-year-old mountain guide, said he and many others remained alive but had little future to look forward to. That was true in the short term, with remnants of his kitchen reduced to dust, and in the long term, where he and many others lacked the financial means to rebound. I can't reconstruct my home. I don't know what I'll do. Still, I'm alive, so I'll wait, he told the news sources. As he walked through the desert oasis town overlooking Red Rock Hills, packs of goats and glistening salt lakes, I feel heart sick. On Saturday, President Biden released a statement on the earthquake saying he was deeply saddened by the loss of life and devastation. Our thoughts and prayers are with all those impacted by this terrible hardship. My administration is in contact with Moroccan officials. We are working expeditiously to ensure American citizens in Morocco are safe and stand ready to provide any necessary assistance for the Moroccan people. The United States stands by Morocco and my friend King Mohammed VI. At this difficult moment, the statement read, the U.S. Geological Survey said the quake had a preliminary magnitude of 6.8 when it hit at 11.11 p.m. local time, with a shaking that lasted several seconds. Morocco National Seismic Monitoring and Alert Network measured it at 7 on the Richter scale. The U.S. agency reported a magnitude 4.9 aftershock hit 19 minutes later. Aftershock hit like 19 minutes later. It was about 4.9. All right. So every time you have an earthquake, there's always going to be an aftershock.
It's inevitable. It's always going to be an aftershock. So once you get hit with a big old earthquake, expect another earthquake to hit. It's called an aftershock for the people who doesn't know. The epicenter of Friday's tremor was high in the Atlas Mountains, roughly 43.5 miles southwest southwest of Morocco. Rockage. I'm sorry, y'all, because I told you I speak multiple languages. Sometimes it's hard for me to just read these things like that. It's not hard for me to read. It's just I'm, I, I speak multiple languages, bro. It's just difficult sometimes for me, but I'm used to it. So... Okay, so the epicenter on Friday's tremor was high in the Atlas Mountains, roughly 43.5 miles southwest of Marrakech. It was also near Tabuk Tukal, right, the highest peak in North Africa, and Kwemeden, a popular Moroccan ski resort, Ukemeden. Rather than to return to the buildings, men, women, and children stayed outside on the streets worried about aftershocks and other reverberations that could cause their homes to sway. The problem is that where destructive earthquakes are rare, buildings are simply not constructed robustly enough to cope with strong ground shaking. All right? So they really, it's rare to get earthquakes over there. All right? That right there should like speak to everybody, the whole wild world in a way. All right, so um, so many collapse collapses resulting in high casualties. Bill McGuire, professor uh, emeritus of geophysical and climate hazards at the University College of London, he told the news sources, "I would expect the final death toll to climb into the thousands once more is known." As with any big quake, aftershocks are likely, which will lead to further casualties and hinder search and rescue. Habib Norabello Dankade of Morocco's coastal capital, Rabat, located about 190 miles north of Marrakech, he told news sources he and his sister were on the balcony of their family's fifth-floor apartment when the earthquake struck. In a matter of seconds, my dad came and started shouting, it's an earthquake, everyone out of the house. Dunkade said, my little brother was sleeping in my room. I immediately grabbed him and we all went out in fear. As we were going down the stairs, we all we were also shaking. The stairs was also shaking while they was running down the stairs and we were losing balance, Dunkade says. His family made it safely out of the building and waited outside for about an hour with neighbors. He and his father then briefly returned to the flat to get supplies and personal effects before going to a nearby park. At around 3 in the morning, local time Saturday, they were told it was safe to return to their homes. The USGS said the epicenter was 11 miles below the Earth's surface. While Morocco's seismic agency put it at five miles down, the quake was felt as far away as Portugal and Algeria, according to the Portuguese Institute for Sea and Atmosphere and Algeria's Civil Defense Agency, which oversees emergency response. 
Variations in early measurements are common, although either reading would be Morocco's strongest in years. In 2004, at least 628 people were killed and 926 injured when a quake hit Al Hasimia or Hakimia in northeastern Morocco, according to the news sources. In 1980, the 7.3 magnitude El Asnam earthquake in neighboring Algeria was one of the largest and most destructive earthquakes in recent history, news sources reported killed about 2,500 people and left at least 300,000 people homeless. All right, so, yeah, this is crazy, destructive. Uh, You got to pray for the people over there in Morocco. I always wanted to visit that um, place, to be honest with you. You know, I'm I'm a uh, traveler. I like to travel the world. I'm big on traveling and uh, back in my day, a lot of women used to call me a rolling stone because I love to travel. I'll jump in my car and drive off. I will do it in a second. I always, But the truth is I always wanted to visit Medina. That's Northern Africa, Medina, Morocco. There's a lot of places I want to visit. I want to visit Africa in full. I want to be in Australia. I want to visit a lot of places, man. The world is... The world is yours, right, ladies and gentlemen? So I want to see everything. Yeah. Uh, Earthquake, I never experienced an earthquake, so I can't tell you how earthquake feel. Uh, My little sister has experienced earthquake, so I'm going to have to ask her how does it, how did it felt when she was in Japan? Because there was an earthquake that hit Japan, and she was in Japan at the time. Excuse me. I don't know why the hell I'm burping. Every time I jump behind the microphone, that's when my body want to burp. Ain't that silly? Yeah, that is crazy, man. I can't. I don't. I, I can't even imagine how those people felt or how scared they are. And then uh, a lot of people lost their businesses, homes, electricity. They don't have nothing. Just like the man said. There's, he don't have too much to look forward to. So I, that that's just right there. I can't imagine it. I'm pretty sure it's extremely stressful. Uh, these earthquakes are something crazy. Uh, I want to do deep dives on it and stuff like that. But I have a lot of colleagues and people that do deep dives. Sometimes the conspiracy theory, I could get into it. Sometimes I can't, you know, but I'm pretty sure I got a lot of people that probably going to do deep dives in it. And so I'm going to do a lot of research on this earthquake. All right, all right, all right. Danilo Cavalcante, escape killer spotted near Phoenixville. Stolen van found found abandoned. All right, he grabbed a stolen van. All right, Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. An escaped murderer on the run for more than a week in southeast Pennsylvania was spotted with what police call a change of appearance. Pennsylvania State Police said in a statement early Sunday that Danilo Souza Cavacante was seen overnight near Phoenixville in northern Chester County. Later, the focus of the search shifted away from Phoenixville to other parts of northern Chester County. 
Cavalcante was operating a 2020 white Ford Transit van bearing Pennsylvania registration ZST8818, police say. So, in an afternoon briefing, Pennsylvania State Police Lieutenant Colonel George Bivens explained troopers found the white van abandoned in the field in East Nat Mill Township in Chester County at 1040 Sunday morning. They continue to seek Cavacantes for recapture. They are searching the surrounding area where the van was found. Cavacante is now clean-shaven and wearing a yellow or green hooded sweatshirt, black baseball cap, green prison pants, and white shoes, the statement says. Okay, so it was explained Cavacante was able to slip through the perimeter at some point late Saturday, taking a work vehicle of a nearby business near Longwood Gardens and drove to a local location near Phoenixville. Stopping at a residence of someone he once worked with, attempting to reach that person through a ring door camera, that person did not respond to Cavacante and turned the camera footage over to the authorities. An additional sighting at a residence in Phoenixville happened Saturday at 10.07 p.m. Cavacante stopped at a home of a former work associate asking for aid. The person he sought was not there, but a female resident saw him called a friend who also then called the police. Local police contacted Pennsylvania State Police. Surveillance photos that depicted Cavacante and his new appearance were released by Pennsylvania State Police at 2.30 Sunday morning. It was also confirmed by Lieutenant Colonel Bivens. Cavacante's sister has been arrested by U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. ICE and is possibly facing deportation. Officials believe Calvacante seeks help from people he knows in the region. Phoenixville is about 25 miles away from Longwood Gardens, and the search area's teams have been combing for well over a week in their search for Calvacante. It's about 13 miles from Chester County Prison. Early Saturday morning, authorities revealed that there were two confirmed sightings of Cavacante within the search area Friday. Danilo Souza Cavacante, 34 years old, escaped from Chester County Prison while awaiting transfer to state prison on August 31st after being sentenced to life for fatally stabbing his ex-girlfriend in 2021. Prosecutors say he wanted to stop her from telling police that he was wanted in a killing in his home country in Brazil. Authorities, who have described Cavacante as extremely dangerous, didn't release details about the sightings but said they occurred Friday within the search area focused around the new, now-closed Longwood Gardens Botanical Garden in East Marlboro Township, where the fugitive inmate has been spotted several times. Authorities believe Cavacante, spotted almost a dozen times since his escape, has managed to obtain clothing and other supplies. Man, this motherfucker been gone for almost more than a week. All right? That's almost a record right there, bro. Okay, Pennsylvania State Police Lieutenant Colonel George Bivens said Friday that about 400 personnel were taking part in the search of the south southeastern Philadelphia suburbs. 
farmland and a vast botanical garden, including tactical teams in full combat gear, tracking dogs, and officers on horsebacks, as well as aircraft. Longwood Gardens closed indefinitely after the sightings sprawls across nearly 200 acres, with paths winding through gardens, an outdoor theater, ponds, fountains, and meadows, and structures including indoor gardens, tree houses, and a restaurant. Officials on Friday announced the firing of a prison tower guard on duty when Cavacante scaled the wall by crab walking up from the recreation yard, climbed over razor wire, ran across a roof, and jumped to the ground. His escape went undetected for more than an hour until guards took a head count. The guard, a corrections officer for 18 years who was put on administrative leave after the escape, also had his personal cell phone on him at the time, a violation of jail protocol. County spokesperson Michelle Berserk stated, there's now a $20,000 reward for information leading to the capture of Cavacante, whose escape has attracted international attention and became big news in Brazil. The main newspaper in Rio de Janeiro ran a lengthy story Wednesday with the headline, Dangerous Hide and Seek. Prosecutors in Tocantins State have confirmed that the criminal case attributes the crime of double qualified homicide to the defendant Danilo Souza Cavacante. Authorities allege that Walter Jr. Morara dos Ruiz was killed in 2017 in Figueropolis over a debt the victim owed Cavacante in connection with repair of a vehicle. The case is being handled by a court specialized in combating violence against women and crimes against life. All right, so anybody that sees this guy sighted, they are urged to call the police. All right, so this guy been almost gone for, it's been gone for, it's, we're on week two. So this guy been gone for a minute. You know what I'm saying? This is crazy. And then I've been gone for a little bit myself for over the night. You know, I told you I've been a little bit busy. And I've been moving around. Stuff is hectic around here. At the same time, over here in America, stuff is hectic for just like regular people like me trying to get, you know, the grocery bills down a little bit. All right, all right, all right. Let's keep it moving. All right. All right, Houston crime. One man killed leaving a club in San Jacinto Street. One man was killed leaving a club in Houston early Sunday morning, according to police. A confrontation occurred in the parking lot after the group left a club in the 2700 block of San Jacinto Street. A car fired multiple shots from a vehicle driving, hitting the man. It is unknown whether the victim was part of that argument in the parking lot. Damn. I'm going to turn the goddamn computer off. Jesus Christ. All right, Houston police will continue to investigate the fatal shooting and is encouraging anyone with information to come forward. Let me see. All right. So another drive-by 
in uh, Houston, Texas, and San Jacinto. That's like downtown Houston right there. And then um, New Orleans, I think they celebrating a whole week without no homicides in the city, no incidents, no gang killing activities or nothing like that. They spent the whole week with no killing. And I think that's something to even talk about right there. That's a great, great, great thing to talk about because we don't want no more killing. We don't want nobody killing nobody. We want peace. That's beautiful. You know, that's something that needs to be on the headline news. No killing in New Orleans, no homicide, a week of peace. That is, that's the greatest thing that I've ever heard in a very long time. It needs to be world, world head news. Like, we need to talk about that more often, all right? We don't need to be killing one another all right if we could agree to disagree and we could like stay out each other's way or we could just talk about how um one another feel like bro this is how i feel this is how i think things should be and then you can have the other people and they'll be like man this is how i feel and this is how i think we don't need to belittle each other you see what i'm saying we could just talk and if we don't agree with another with one another, we could just like, okay, whatever. This is how I feel. I'm gonna stay out your way, and the other person's be like, I'm gonna stay out your way because I already know how you feel. So let me just leave you alone. And you see what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying, people, ladies and gentlemen. And at the same time, I'm watching uh, the San Francisco with the uh, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Steelers. They're losing this the fourth quarter, five minutes and 30 seconds left on the clock. Kenny Pickett is not doing too well, all right? But doggone Brock, uh, I forgot his name, Brock Pruder. I don't remember his name right now, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm catching up with all of my football at the moment. But I'm watching that game at the same time. But I just hope everybody understand that New Orleans had no crime no homicide, no incident, no gang activities for at least a week. And I think that's phenomenal. I wish I could say a whole year. That would be extremely phenomenal. That would be beautiful. That would be heaven on earth. All right? You know, I'm pretty sure God is smiling at New Orleans. All right? Let's keep it moving. All right. Harris County officials searched for a man accused of shooting killing a woman and her dog. Harris County, Texas. A man is wanted by Harris County officials after he is accused of shooting a woman and her dog to death. Demetri Humphrey is wanted for his connection in the shooting at 2323 East Mossy Oaks. Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez says deputies responded to the address after a woman was found dead from multiple gunshot wounds. Gonzalez says Humphrey is also wanted for the shooting death of the woman's dog. Authorities say the woman arrived to help a friend leave an alleged abusive relationship. Humphrey then allegedly shot her and left the scene. Humphrey left the scene in a white Jeep Wrangler with a Texas license plate of TFN 4278. I don't even think I need to be saying none of that, you know? You know, Ed Gonzalez was on X, formerly known as Twitter. You know, he tweeted, Please be on the lookout for Dimitri Humphrey, one in the connection with the shooting death of a female and her dog. All right. 
giving him given the address and everything. According to Gonzalez, Humphrey is also wanted on unrelated felony warrants and murder charges are in the process of being filed against him. All right, so this guy is always. And then my internet is tripping out, bro. I don't know what's up, bro. This shit acting up, man. I don't know. I'm finna freaking like. Hold up. Let me see if this thing need to be updated. Man, update this thing, man. I'm finna update my computer real quick, man. Because it, it's acting real funny and suspicious. So I'm gonna just let that shit update. All right. Let me freestyle with y'all just a little bit. I already did the one with the um um the earthquake in Morocco. I got that one right there on this segment right here. I did this segment. I, I started this segment like two in the morning and then I couldn't even finish it. And then um I, I did that and then I just continued with the um search of Cavalcante, the escape prison over there in Pennsylvania, um, over there in Chester County. Um, and then as soon as I was doing all of the news, the doggone computer just like was acting crazy. I was like, yo, what's up? And it never did that. So I was like, you know what? Let me update it. And the goddamn thing was acting super crazy, bro, for no reason. Well, we're going to let that slide. And all right, so. I'm going to just leave this thing right here. I'm going to just let this segment go right here. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to put it up. I'm going to have to do another segment because I did. Yesterday was super slow. Not slow as news. I was just too busy. I was way too busy and stuff like that. So and I could I could have put some more in, but I was a little too busy, you know. And then uh, today... I'm going to knock out some today and stuff like that, but I might run around to keep it real with you. I might move around today. I'm watching a lot of football at the same time. I'm watching all of the games so and college sports and tennis. You know, I'm a sports guy. You know, I'm, I don't know why I don't be, like, reporting the sports, but I'm more into the um, community development and politics. I'm more into that and educational reform and police reform. I'm more of an activist than anything, but I'll just be on the, I'll just be on the podcast telling the news, you know what I'm saying? Because like I, like I told you already, I enjoy doing it, so I'm into that stuff. Sometimes I jump on hip-hop news, you know, celebrity gossip and stuff like that, just a little bit. I don't go too hard with the celebrity gossip because I'm not really into, like, the buffoonery and stuff like that. I'm more into like helping the community, you know, move forward and change, especially underprivileged communities. You see what I'm saying? So let me cut this apple pie short and sweet. This is your man Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And it's called Box Benji. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. Same name that you can use to follow me on Instagram and TikTok as well, all right? You just type it in the search engine, that is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I, and you will find your man, Ben's Pharrell, with Thinking Out Loud, all right? So I'm going to holler at you later with another segment. Peace out. One love. Fell in love with
Turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights, party at the bodega. 